What's up, you scumbags? It's Uncle Lefty with the Lefty Line back again. And yeah, you know, I was going to be back again. I rolled up in here with the first podcast with AJ. It was cool. But now it's May. It's May 18th. It's May 18th. We're kicking off. We're kicking Monday in the nuts with all of these podcasts. And I got a laundry list of stuff for you guys today. But just a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. You can catch us on Twitter, on the Twitter machine, the Twitter machine, at, at lefty underscore line. I know it's kind of a messed up kind of handle on Twitter, but I don't even care anymore. Twitter just makes its own rules. But today, today. I got, I got like, I got, I got the, I got the next Bruce Springsteen in country with me today. I went to high school with him, my friend Gary Frost. Gary, what's up, man? What's up, baby? How are you? What's going on, Uncle Lefty? Thank you for having me, man. It's nice to hear from you again. How you doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm holding it down here in the Lefty layer, man. I've just been yeah. doing my best. During the Corona craziness, I listen. We'll get into your song about Corona craziness. Got that trademarked? But, oh yeah, you gotta have that trademarked. I mean, <laughs> the FCC won't let you be, man. Um, <laughs> but listen, Gary, I got, I got. Listen, I got, I got all sorts of stuff for us today. We're gonna, we got a lefty top three, unlike any other. I we're gonna talk about Sam Hunt's South Side. What me and Gary think about it? A little good cop, bad cop in this one. Who do you think is <laughs> gonna be the bad cop? I'm, I'm, hit, I'm the one who's throwing the punches in, in the interrogation room, and your questions will be answered by the lefty, Gary. I listen just for everybody to understand. How did this get started with you and country music? Um, I'm gonna say that the country music probably started back. Uh, country music was, started me. <laughs> started you, yeah, pretty much. Um, growing up listening to it and uh, shit like that, but uh, I didn't start getting into singing and performing country music until uh, probably the end of high school is when it really peaked in. Started going to some concerts, um, started connecting with the music, and uh, I started playing it at uh you know, open mic night, stuff like that. And uh, people seem to really like it. There's not enough country around here. So then I started writing my own stuff and kind of just sprouted from there. I'd say probably 17, 18 years old. It is a weird place to get started in country music. And the good thing is there is a lot of open mic places in Jersey, but like you, you roll in and you're like, howdy, I'm I'm playing, I'm playing, (laughs) I'm playing Cunner. And yeah, you should see <laughs> when I get on a stage sometimes I'm like, hope you guys like country music. Everyone just kind of turns and like they're like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Everybody just kind of like turns and is like, wait, excuse me, excuse me. Like they're like they're like checking with their wife if they should stay. Like, are we in the right place? Now, it's wild. It yeah. is. It is kind of wild. And listen, I will. You do have a conglomerate of I, I call them fake. You have the fake rednecks in New Jersey. And that, yeah, yeah, you do. And it's kind of, it, 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 it troubles me. It troubles me. It's such a (laughs) metropolitan area that we have, you know, these wannabe rednecks. And to be honest, I like, I don't even like the term redneck. I like country people. I listen, I identify Mm -hmm. with country people. Yeah. Like I, I, listen, I'm a fan of pickup trucks. It's a great utility vehicle, (laughs) but like there is, there is a niche in New Jersey with that, especially when you get down to South Jersey. Um, I got to hear about these open mic nights. Like, I need to hear something like wild. Like, 
when you started doing these, you probably had the old guy in the corner who's like, play some Haggard. <laughs> I got some. Okay, so you're actually going to know this one. So I was playing, uh, you know, I started doing a bunch of little shows here and there, places in Red Bank, uh, Jamian's, right yep. across from Teak. I played there. Um, I started playing this place in Howell a couple times called uh, Rivoli's Grill and Chill. Um, okay. Kind of the same deal, kind of like a like a dive bar held like 40, 50 people. That's good, but that's got to be your spot. Oh, yeah. No, I went back. They had me back oof, once a week, probably, weekends and stuff like that. I was sitting there one time, and I'm playing a um, – I do some covers, so I was playing an Eagles song, Take It Easy. And that, that might be one of my suggestions, too. That was your suggestion. I you love told it. me to, to play that one. Fucking I did. But the best part about this was I, – I can't make this up. I'm sitting there. I look over at the bar. This guy raises his beer in his hand. I'm looking at him. It's my fucking freshman football coach from high school, Coach Billy Newman. Oh, my He's sitting God. There, and I just start losing it. Mid-course, I start laughing. And sitting, <laughs> I, would lose, I would lose my shit. I would, I'd be I like, would, Billy, did he have his boot on? He had his, his club on. He had a size 14 <laughs> foot, and he had a size 24 foot. They were both looking at me in the eyes. <laughs> Staring would, you down. It was so random, dude. Like, he was in the same attire he always wears, same baseball shirt, same pants, same club foot. And he just raised a beer, and I'm just like, what the hell are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I live around here. I come here all the time. And I was like, oh, cool. You remember me? He's like, yeah, Frost. And I was like, wow, uh, I'm going to pretend you're a fan. Thanks for coming. Can <laughs> I'm gonna, I get you I'm a gonna, beer? <laughs> I'm going to act like you, like you know what you're I'm here doing. for me. I'm going to act like you remember me, and I wasn't the backup cornerback. You're going to remember that. <laughs> uh, you were the ankle biter, bro. We, every, every football team needs an ankle biter, man. That was Somebody so who's going to be diving at ankles and alligator rolling on knees. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I wasn't scared to give up eighty yard touchdowns, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Hey, I, I wasn't I wasn't afraid of it either, playing <laughs> playing offensive and defensive line. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that that story just makes me this the nostalgia is already here. I'm the yearbook is the open. Thing. Um wow. now you've actually recorded some shit, Gary. Um, and mm-hmm. and Uncle Lefty right here is just rubbing I'm rubbing my tummy because I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm rubbing Rub my that tummy. Yeah, I'm Rub rubbing that baby. tummy. Um, definitely proud of you. You got, you got stuff on Spotify already, you know, Mm -hmm. now you've been, you've been recording, you've been out there, you've been, you've been, you've been busting your, you've been busting your nut, getting after Mm -hmm. it, doing what you got to do. How is this recording process going for you? How has it been? You talking about during the quarantine or just in general? Or let's just talk in general right now, like from the start. I mean, cause like, you know, you're grassroots. Yeah, true, true. Okay. Um, recording process. Usually how it goes is, well, back in the day, I used to have this friend, or I still do, his name's Nick Ryan, great producer, great guy. Um, I used to go to him and he helped me get my songs produced. I pretty much brought him the song, the lyrics. He did everything else. I did 10% of the work. He did everything. He's great. Put the songs together. It was incredible. Recently, I got signed by a record label in New York. They're based out of New York. Nice. They have a studio and a place in Howell. So I've been going there doing my recording and stuff like that. Um, We started working with them and Nick came in, my friend Nick, and he's helped me produce this stuff right now. Um, It was going great. We were banging out songs left and right. We have a couple that are in the works right now, but nothing was able to get finished because this whole quarantine shit started. And um, 
it's pretty much just screwing everything up, delaying everything. Um, I've got a whole bunch of rough drafts on my phone, but we can't go into the studio right now just because everything that's going on. That's nuts. Who would have thought a virus would screw up Gary Frost? Like, so who, so gave, what... who gave it the right? Who gave it yeah. the right to screw up Gary Frost? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you'd be like, you're like, you're like Greta Thunberg. How dare you? How Thunberg, whatever her name is, the the climate girl. How dare you destroy my music, my the beautiful country girl. music? It's it's messed up, man. It's affecting everybody. Like the littlest things, like a studio has like three people in it. You just you can't do it. It's you know it's not necessity. It's not, I butcher the shit out of that no, word. No, 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 necessity. Don't worry, we'll crop that part out. But uh... oh no, I never crop that <laughs> out. I'm like your producer. Not I leave fuck. everything in. Resend it. Go. Just go. keep going. Roll it. It's rolling. Keep going. Now, but uh, I, now here's yeah. the one thing. I have seen you in some in magazines and shit. Like you're making you're making appearances. I saw you in the jean jacket. Like yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you were flexing. Like I could see like a little vein pop in your neck. And I'm that like, was my sixty dollar jean jacket right there. Yeah, that hey, nice hey that's a deal. That's a TJ Maxx deal for you right there, man. I'm gonna need some coupons, TJ Maxx, when this shit's over. Oh, by the don't, way. oh, don't I think worry. I know a guy. I think <laughs> oh, I know a guy. <laughs> oh, I I know of a know of a guy, dude. <laughs> I think I, I think everybody knows the guy, the the TJ Maxx man. You're um, gonna have to hook me up. So that, yeah, that magazine, um, that was for the, uh, the Colts neck journal. So how that got started is I played a show, um, or was it, it was in, uh, it was in home though. It was like this outdoor festival. It was like a, um, kind of like a charity thing. So I, I played at it, an acoustic set. And at the end of it, this lady who works for the journal came up to me and she was like talking to me about my story and stuff. I tell her, yeah, I got started. I'm from Colts neck. I'm a local kid. Um, and then she's like, you know, we're doing pieces on, you know, rising influential people in New Jersey around your age. Would you be interested? And, and you like, oh, are yeah. influential. You totally are influential. I, I, I like to think I'm influential. I really do. Yeah, I, <laughs> and then, I, you yeah. should. I, I think I'm influential when I'm really not. <laughs> you know, we all people need people need us, man. That's what I'm saying. So she asked people you to do, do this magazine for for the rising stars of New Jersey's tomorrow. I, Pretty much. I, I like the sound of that, too. Sounds sexy, right? Yeah, sounds a little sexy. And <laughs> and then it's like, oh, like going down to Nashville. So are we gonna end up seeing you in Nashville soon? Cause if hey, if I'm going if I'm gonna end up down there, you know, roomies, bro. Be some roommates. Roomies. I'm saying, be some roommates. I, 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 I um, can't wait to visit you at three AM. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have my fucking all my doors locked and I'm gonna have a security guard. You better. Outside. I'm gonna tickle I'm gonna <laughs> tickle fight. <laughs> Tickle. Huge tickle <laughs> fight's going to be going on. Don't, hey, don't even anybody look. Don't anybody look at us, okay? Just a tickle. We'll close the windows. Yeah, some, yeah, just a tickle fight going on. Now, here, um, go, go, go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning to get down there. Right now, I'm working on a, um, a like a 10-song album because I don't really have anything set in stone yet with um, the new record label I just signed with. You want to get like a uh, – I got to get some material together, some like, you know, that level stuff. I don't have stuff at that level yet. And then the plan is to start with this area around here and then kind of migrate down there within the next year or two. Um, my end goal is I want to be living there in the next two to three years or outside the city somewhere. But um, it all starts there. I got to be there. You just got to play everywhere. Play every hole I'm in the doing, wall man. you can, man. 
And and I don't care yeah. if you have, you know, the fat high school football coach raising a beard in. You've got to do it, brother. And I, I'd love to hear it. Now, the one thing I got to talk to you about, and I I rewatched it today just to just to bring a bring a big old Uncle Lefty smile to my face. I already know what you're gonna say. The music video. I, it's a, <laughs> it, it, it's on YouTube, everybody. It's on YouTube. Now, talk to me about the making of this music video and how this all came together. Okay, so I'm sitting there. I made a song called "Come Through" when I was about 17. Um, the song, in short terms, is about going to a bar, getting stood up by a girl. And then getting ass Cuddled, in the end. Yeah. Getting ass in the end, pretty much. So I, the scene was, I go to a bar. Um, this girl's supposed to meet up with me. She doesn't come. So then I imagine as if she did come, in the end, she's actually not there. So the actress in this video, um, her name was Serena, I believe. I never met her before. I show up one day. It was in South Jersey. Keep in mind, I'm about 17 years old. She shows up. She's at least 23, 24. The whole setting's a bar, and you're 17, like, another whiskey sour. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't fit the vibe at all, but I was like, okay, you know what? I'm doing this. You know, I paid. I'm doing it. I want this. Let's do it. So I show up. I see this actress, and I go up to meet her. And uh, I shake my I reach my hand. I go, what's up? I'm Gary. And she goes, Serena. I'm just like, what? And then the director taps me <laughs> on the shoulder. He goes, he goes, hey, man. She's Russian. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> I turn to him. I go, what? Why the fuck didn't you tell me that? And she's sitting there dying. She she had this set up. She knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and she, she wanted me to feel embarrassed. And she would <laughs> she wouldn't like like give like like nobody would re- prepare you for this anyway. And the, no and the worst part about, at, it. about it, even in the video, like in, in, in honest talk, you're 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 not the tallest guy, not the shortest guy I've ever seen either. Oh, I know. But I know. This this chick, she is like six foot five. She is like straight out of the mm-hmm. Soviet Union. She was one of the she, <laughs> she was a baby knocking down the Berlin Wall. Like you know, she should have been singing to me in the video. I should have been the girl that walked in. That's what would have been more realistic. <laughs> we had to do a dancing scene, I remember, and one of the, the dart scene. The, <laughs> the dart scene. I tripped over her. Like I had more makeup on than she did, probably. If you look closely, I had like a full face of makeup on. I remember I was like sweating and stuff, and I just felt gross touching this girl because she was like probably 30. And uh, 40 for all you know. I felt out of place. And then at the very end, she's like, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, you do speak English. She she, (laughs) she spoke English the whole time, at least some broken English. Maybe she She could have helped you out. (laughs) They gave me nothing, dude. Uh, they're like just sing the lines look at the camera and uh she'll do the rest and i was like okay and she did a great job it was, it was a great video it was just really funny how it went down like I, they could have told me she didn't speak english you know we could have had better chemistry i would have learned russian the night before yeah you would have you would have studied I up wasn't told. Uh, you would have bought rosetta stone right out, right out right off the computer oh my some rosetta i would have brought it with me dude i would have had my airpods in mid-video <laughs> trying to talk to this girl just spitting out weird words now Let's get into into this into this show into this mm-hmm. endeavor together, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, Gary, I've noticed something in our culture, and a little bit in and there is some in country music too. Simp culture. There are okay. simp's among us, and if you don't know what a simp is, you, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe go on Twitter and look up simp nation, or you know, just simp in general. Um, <laughs> simp culture is is among us, Gary, and it is prevalent. What are you oh, like? It's, it's it's terrifying, to me. 
it's a little it's a little scary i mean i didn't learn about the word simp until like tiktok and i try to stay off tiktok because my sister my little sister's more famous on tiktok than me she has like 130,000 followers jesus and I have christ like, i have like 80 so i'm <laughs> like all right i'll leave the tiktok to her but i did find out out about the word simp and uh i don't want it to be about me so i, I thought of some other people i think it could be about um listen I think it's a mental condition. I, it's it's symptomatitis. Okay, it's a mental condition that has been affecting our nation for for a couple of years now. And listen, Uncle Lefty is here to combat that, and I'm here to be against that. But first off, we have to identify the biggest simp's. Basically, a simp hall of fame. Like you know, simp hall of fame. I'm basically giving gold jackets out to people who are simp's. Okay. Like I'm Oh, that's a good one. All right. Let's start from the top. I'll give you my my number three, Gary. And I think you number three. And and so this is Uncle Lefty's top three of the week. Top three simps of all time. Number three. Craig and Eric, they're the nerds from Drake and Josh. They're Alex Medlock <laughs> and Scott Howback. Um they listen, you can't tell me that once these two guys and they and listen, they're older now and like they've been around, you can tell like their age. Like they, they, they both have gray hair ish. Um, you can't tell me that if they met one girl, that they are not going to be total simps. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh my god, I remember seeing vivid and mem- memories in my mind of them too. Just think about them Josh. standing there in the room with you. You'd be like, oh, those are two simps. Simpanzees, simpanzees, total simpanzees. <laughs> I had I had one pretty similar to that. Let me hear it. I'll give you my uh my my third biggest simp, and this is kind of the only one that's an actor. Um Wizards of Waverly Place, Justin Russo. Oh, that's another simp. That's a big that, simp right there. I think he's a big simp because every time he's always with a girl, he's always like, you know, being all lovey dovey and stuff and just nerdy. And then like you see his brother with a girl and like he's like he's a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have a lot David more Henrique. respect. Yeah, you have a lot more yeah respect for his brother that he's like at least like a like a, a real a real guy and yeah. he's not like oh uh, uh can i uh can i get the car door for you again <laughs> she's she's like just stop talking to me i can i can open a car door i have hands let me let me do a spell for you i'll open it right now. i'll open it right now right for <laughs> you right now i'm sorry i'm so sorry let, let's get into number two into this into this med- mental condition this one is just obvious it's Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah might be the poster boy for like the simp posters that just say change. And it, yeah, he is the perfect simp. He is like, he is what they, what they want in a simp, in simp nation. What do you think about that? I just see Michael Sarah being a simp. I remember him from the movie. Uh, wasn't he in This Is the End? Yeah, he, he did a lot of he co- was, yeah. yeah, he was. He was the he he was playing asshole Michael Sarah in the end. Yeah, but then yeah. I think of, I, but then I think back to like super bad, and I'm like, oh, that's simp. That's that's a simp right there. You knew about simps before they even came out. With I, simps. I, just look at them. I was like the Notre Dameus to simps. I saw them coming. <laughs> I foresee them in the future. Let me hear your number two. My number two is a little weird. It uh, doesn't really have too much background to it, but I feel like a lot of people can agree. It, an My undercover two, simp. Yeah. An undercover simp, which is weird. Roger Goodell. No, I... Oh, I was thinking totally... Roger Goodell's a simp. Oh, he's... No, I think I, he's a simp. I think his wife makes the rules and he just takes shit from everybody. He's, 
No one likes him. You know, people don't like Sims. I think. No I think he is. I think his wife's actually really running the NFL. You know, it would make sense these days. <laughs> it would totally make sense. <laughs> it would make sense. I just think he's a giant simp, and the guy from Barstool, Dave Portnoy. Always roast him. I think it's the funniest thing. I think he's awesome. Well, El Prez, if you haven't, yeah, El Prez, I, I, El Prez, if you if you've seen, he's watching a Monday Night Football game with this guy, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Who who won the who won the bidding? Me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy <laughs> is going to ruin Roger Goodell's Monday Night Football game. <laughs> he's going to take him down. He's got to wear a GoPro or something for that. I want to see that. Oh, yeah. I think he would tear him to shreds. It'd be so funny. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that. All right. Let's get to Uncle Lefty's number one simp ever. And no need for the drum roll. Bill Gates. Bill Gates (laughs) is like chief executor, CEO to simp technology. Bill Gates is probably working on a simp chip to put in our heads right now and make us big simp terminators you know that are just going to take over the world and like (laughs) you you look and like come on like this guy (laughs) this guy won if he did not make you know if he did not make excel in word don't even talk to me about internet explorer what an what an (laughs) abomination of a search engine um (laughs) this guy Mm. is, is like is is running the simp robots and he needs to be stopped the synth robot nation. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you can't be that smart and like not be a synth. Yeah. I feel like if you have that much power, you got to be kind of simp city. And that's, that's what brought me to my top synth of all time. Um, and it, it might be a little weird, but like I said, I never reviewed simps before. Neither did so I. I. This is my today. first time. I'm happy we're going through this together and we're, yeah, and we're I'm unmasking kidding. the simps like a Scooby-Doo episode. Let's see like who this Scooby- simp is. <laughs> <gasps> They're good. You gotta start having this. You, you gotta keep this a, a weekly segment with all your guests. I think that'd be great. The simps of the week. Um, oh my! I'd say my number one simp. Uh, this is tough, but have you ever seen Big Time Rush? Yes. Unfortunately, I yes. I love Big Time Rush, but I would, I'm probably I gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Carlos here. Oh, Carlos from Big Time yeah, Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Carlos. He, he kisses up to everybody, and not just his character. I mean, he wears a helmet for no reason. That's a simp move right yeah, there. Yeah, huge wear simp a hat. move. Like, wear a fucking baseball hat. You don't need to wear a helmet. He walks around eating corn dogs. Which, and is, he's just, which you know, is a worse simp move. <laughs> that's just simp right there. Eat a hot dog. Be a man. Yeah, what do you need? Throw you need a bun a, on you it. a corn dog? You got to put a stick through it to be happy. Yeah. Like, eat a hot dog. What a loser. <laughs> but, I mean... I had a special guest appearance. Um, I was going to say Elon Musk for the same reasons as Bill Gates. Not Elon Musk I, is going to be our I, I president one simp. day. As if you are VP. Yeah, behind, behind Portnoy, Portnoy Musk. Um, I would take that. I, I, yeah, those are my simps. I listen. We we that was our that was our inductee class to the Simp Hall of Fame. That's Uncle Lefty's top three of the week. You jagaloons. I hope you guys like that one. Now. Let's get into the Uncle Lefty review of the week. This is where I review movies, music, books if I ever read them, but not today. We're, we're reviewing a country album, especially because I have country star Gary Frost on with me. Check him out on Spotify, by the way, after this one. Um, yeah, you, you, yeah, you got to love the plug. Um, Sam, Hunt, 
Southside. It's been six years after Montevallo. And listen, I will be honest. I'm, not, I, I'm actually not a huge Sam Hunt fan. And there's, there's, a whole, there's a whole rift in country music about, like, what's country and what's not country. You have a bunch of the old head countries like, that's not country music, brother. How dare you? And then you have I've gotten that before. Yeah, yeah you, you probably had some guy in, in a cowboy hat looking like Boss Hog, like, you ain't real um, country music, Gary Frost. American flag tank top on, yeah. bandana in his pocket. I know. I know all too well. You don't sound you don't sound like Merle Haggard. This ain't country music. You're, what the hell is this? What, what the hell is this? Now listen, I can I understand Sam Hunt a little bit. And he he's kind of like the Drake of country music. He has some of his songs are I'll be honest. He here's the thing. He's like the Drake of country music, except all of his songs are Marvin Marvin's room. <laughs> oh my god. Um, there there's some sad ones on this. Oh, there, there are honestly. The, you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of his popular songs are are really sad. I don't know why. The first thing I had writ, wrote down for this one is. Sam Hunt is sad. <laughs> Sam Hunt is sad. <laughs> Sam Hunt's like I. I feel so. I. I almost feel bad for him during this album because, like, you kind of listen to his songs. He doesn't want to do anything but sit in the dark, and just make music and be left alone. Now, I feel like Nashville and all of like the publicity has just drove has just drove him. Just away from everybody, but there are. Listen, um, it's it's yeah. it's a weird album. What do you? I want to hear what you got to think about this one. What you what you think, Mister Frost? So I like breaking it down by like picking like I'll give you three songs that really stood out to me on this album. A lot of them are sad. I like his different style where he kind of he has that swagger. He talks a little bit in his song, yeah. like Chase Rice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, he does that in this song, uh, Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s. Another sad song. One of my favorite songs I, on the album, actually. Yeah. That, that, yeah, I think that is my favorite song on the album. Um, it, it's sad, but like, it's good. You know, like if I was going through that, I'd listen to this song. And to be honest, you know? thinking about it, listen to that song. I'm like, wow, Sam Hunt spent a lot of time checking his ex's Facebook. Like that, yeah, right. he's like, he's like, he's like going on. He's like, let me see what this bitch is up to. <laughs> <laughs> and then he makes a hit song. Out. He goes, <laughs> he goes, you know what? You're on my next song. You're next on the Sam Hunt hit list. Um, he goes, she was born in the nineties. There's one right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could tell like there's some songs like he feels bad about his past. I, I mean, I guess you could talk about the DUI picture, but you know, that DUI picture just shows an awesome night to me. Um, you know, and like you have some people who are like, oh, Sam, Sam Hunt gives huge fuckboy energy on this. And I disagree, actually. I think, to be honest, it's, it's a it's a it's a ridiculously honest album. Yeah, um, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Um, He talks, you know, he, he and like a lot a lot's changed in his life after six years. He got married. You know, he's kind of like going through this whole new thing. The only the only problem I have with it is adding some of the singles. Is the, some of the singles just don't make sense? Like "Body Is a Back Road" has no point of being on this album. If you take out the singles from what he has out now and just leave the rest of the album, they're all sad. Yeah, every single one of them. Every single one of them is sad. He even put a 
drinking too much. That was from like 2014. Yeah. Threw that on there. Yeah. I could see that on there. That looks like it fits on there. It's like a, it's like a sad song. It's a good sad song. And then have you listened to 2016 either? Have you yes, to that I one? did. I did. And that song I I believe got leaked too on um on yeah, SoundCloud. I think it did. Um, mm-hmm. Another another good song. I feel like it would have been okay as an album if like you know you probably had one country producer walking in like. We don't need this much sadness in country music, <laughs> my friend Sam Hunt. Um, Just took one guy. Could have had a whole different vibe on this album. You know, the music videos, every music video is just is just different. Like, you have the one music video with, like, the little girl dancing. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, it, it's, I want to see some beer. Yeah, now, and which brings up the question is, what, what do you think about this? Is the, uh, the mix between, cop, uh, between pop and country? Um, I think that as today, people listening to music now, they need that pop country mix. Otherwise, they wouldn't listen to traditional country. With that pop country, it'll bridge people towards more listening to like, okay, I'm listening to Sam Hunt now. Let me go check out Florida Georgia Line. Let me go check out Toby Keith. Like, it's like a bridge kind of. I feel like you got to dip your toe in the water before you go in deeper. And that's kind of what pop country is. Yeah, it's kind of like the... The leeway into country music. Yeah. All right. It's like a gateway drug. Oh, uh, let me. I'm all right. I got my rating in my mind, Gary. I want to hear what you got a rating for this. I do it on a one to ten scale, like a like a pizza, like a pizza review scale from Port- pizza review scale. One bite, everybody knows yes. the rules. What what, what would be your hmm. rating for this? For this album, Sam Hunt. Um, I mean, it's got a lot of. I like that it's honest. I like that it's not fake. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it an 8.2, and here's why. I'm going to give it an 8.2 because he's got a lot of songs on here that made some noise on the radio already, so you know it connects with other people. And then he's not afraid to put in songs that aren't going to be singles, like Drinking Too Much, 2016, Young Once. He's not afraid to put them in there. They're real, and it's like he wants to send a message out to somebody and be like, this was about you and you fucked it up, and I respect that. So I'm going to give him an 8.2. Hey. Hey, okay. I, I see where you're, I see where you're going. Um, Uncle Lefty's a tough critic. I'm gonna go seven point one, just because oh, like Mon and like and it and this is just natural. Montevello was so good. I it was actually like the one album I really like from him. Like you know, mm-hmm. the, I I I love the album cover. I like I like a lot of the sad songs that make me depressed and want to like sit in my room with the lights off, being like, <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> um, Seven point one is the Uncle Lefty rating. That's been the Uncle Lefty review of the week. And Gary, we're we've been flying through this show, but we got one more thing for us in our yeah, in our yeah. last five minutes. We got questions from Lefty, and these are from. The Uncle Lefty Faithful, the Scum Bunch. I see you guys. I know you guys are, are talking. Let me get with this number one. This one's a football one. And this one's from Davey. Big shout out for you. Will Jalen Hurts be better than Taysom Hill as an athlete in the pros? No. Because he's a he's gonna be a he wants to be a quarterback. The guy wants to be a quarterback. And Carson Wentz with his big orange beard to sit on the couch and they did that. And he goes, Well, that's not nice. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, I I'm not sure how this is gonna work out. I mean, I I think he's gonna want to play quarterback. I don't think he's gonna be really open to be doing the whole athlete thing. And I don't think you're gonna get the same results from him. 
Was that about Jalen Hurts playing anything other than quarterback? Yeah, as an athlete position. Kind of like a Taysom uh, Hill. Oh, okay. Like a skill player. Um, I think Taysom Hill is just more acquainted to that role. I don't. I think Jalen wants to play quarterback, like you said. Yep. Um, all right. Here comes the second one. This one's wild. Can the money turn the tuna into lobster? This is a this is like <laughs> this is like Aristotle, like you know, like sitting there with the Greeks. Um, yeah, because lobster it worth is costs more than tuna. Duh. Duh. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, number three. Uh, this one's a, this one's a good one. What's the best drink on a Saturday night and why? Gary, this is a good one for you. Okay, I'm going to go two different ways with this. I got, if you're chilling outside by a fire in a quarantine on a Saturday night, I'm going to go with a Bud Light Lime, and here's why. Bud Light Limes are fucking delicious, and I will sponsor them one day, <laughs> and that's the reasoning. <laughs> heard if it, you're heard, going, heard it here first. <laughs> if you're going to a bar and you're drinking, I like drinking Jack and Cokes because it's a manly drink, and it'll get you fucked up, and they're, and they're cheap too, so – those are my yeah. Two. You you nail you nail you hit two targets with it. You it's yeah. I I, I respect your choice with that. I'm gonna let you kill that one solo. All right. Oh boy. Here comes the fifth one. This one I guess is directed at me. As a Giants fan, what do you think about DeAndre Baker being wanted for armed robbery? DeAndre Baker is a corner <laughs> of the New York Giants, and he there was a, an arrest warrant out for him. I don't know what the guy I don't know what this guy was doing. I have some kind of background into it. I don't know for certain. All I heard was the night before he lost 70 grand with with his friend who's a cornerback on the Redskins, Quentin Dunbar, um on a on a card game, on like some kind of wow. poker game. So I think there's some underlying, you know, you know, someone's got a problem. Someone's got multiple problems than just you know. Hit. Someone's in some shit. Yeah. Um. He, he's yeah. He's 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 done. So they're they're making so much money though. Why do they got to do that over seventy grand? You know, it's ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. And a lot of guys who get really into cards play like a certain. I forgot what the name of the card game is, but they play this card game where the pots get ridiculously big. And then guys are like throwing in watches. They're like, yeah. they're like, you could, you could take my car keys. <laughs> like, I want to be at that car game. I don't I'm fucking throwing fifty. I bucks. know. <laughs> Here is my entry fee. There you go, good sir. <laughs> I'm ready for the next hand. <laughs> Everyone's like looking at you, like, give me, give me your watch and your shoes too. And the keys to your and house. And the keys to your house. Um, he's the guy's done so. The guy's kind. The guy. This he's gonna be blacklisted from the NFL because of this. And it's and it's sad to see, but hey, this is why you don't you know bet seventy grand on you know poker the night before, and then you go like try to get your money back. But I digress. And Gary, it's been an honor and a pleasure. You good, you good gentlemen, you good sir. Hey man, thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Uh, hope to be back sometime soon. This is great. Hey, everyone, make sure you follow me at Gary Frost Music on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All that good shit. And you know what? You better if you if you if you're if you're a fan of the Lefty line, <laughs> and you roll with Uncle Lefty, go go check out Gary Frost his uh, his his country music. He he is he is an angel with wings on a mic. How about that? That's what I will tell you. But thank you, Gary, for I joining like me on the Lefty line for this edition. We are 
done with this 30-minute episode. It's been a ball. We went through the whole, all the bases, and it's time to get ready for your week, guys. It's time to get after it. So go attack that Monday. Go claw it down like a tiger in the wild. All right? And this has been the Lefty Line, and thank you again for joining us. Follow us on Twitter. Go check us out on social media, and Lefty is hitting the road, fellas.